your city Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along Are you open to running for president again? Oh, <laughs> no. come on. Just no. long run, no, but I'm... <laughs> Today, I'm announcing the United States is targeting the main artery of Russia's economy. We're banning all imports of Russian oil and gas and energy. And there are 9,000 unused approved drilling permits. So I would suggest you ask the oil companies why they're not using those if there's a desire to drill more. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 206. Right, day 206, day 219, since Joe promised not to abandon Americans. Uh, how many Americans might be trapped behind Ukrainian lines? We'll probably never know, never hear of. Um, I hate being lied to. I just don't like it. Now, does everybody occasionally tell a lie? Probably if we examine our consciences. Um, you look great in that dress. Uh, absolutely. Oh, that, that amazing. Is that is that a lie? And maybe you don't believe that. Ah, whatever. But I used to say to my kids, they'd get in more trouble if they lied to me than whatever it is that they got. We're going to get in trouble for. And I used to just look at them and I say, "You're not good at it. You're not even a good liar. So stop. You're insulting my intelligence. I just hate when when people just outright lie to you." And that's what happened today with Joe Biden. Joe Biden, today I'm announcing the U.S. is targeting the main artery of Russia's economy and we're banning all imports of Russian oil and gas and energy. Okay, that part is true. But it's meaningless when every NATO ally, Western European country, it is completely meaningless if they're not doing the same thing too. And then he goes on to say something that was driving me crazy. Now, keep in mind... This is the same Joe Biden that canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. And then Pete Buttigieg, genius that he is, says, oh, we want you to get another high paying career union job. I'm like, where are you going to get that job? Because it's very skill specific, not transferable to other trades, whatever. Uh, it was Joe Biden that paused new oil and gas leases on federal lands. It was Joe Biden that that gave these new and updated restrictive environmental actions and new rules on emissions it was joey that rejoined the paris climate agreement that does not that recognizes china and india as developing nations so they pay next to nothing and we pay almost all of it the same guy that ended anwar drilling and and they keep going to this this argument about well we've already we got nine thousand leases already you need to talk to the oil companies okay well we did the american petroleum institute answered the question we're at a two-decade high for percentage of leases in production with nearly two out of three leases. Let me slow this down. Two-decade high for percentage of leases in production. In other words, 
we're really using the limited the limited resources you're allowing the few resources may sound like a lot nine thousand well come on that's that's a big number hannity not really if you knew anything about the oil and gas industry and with nearly two out of three leases producing natural gas and oil leases are issued prior to expiration what does that mean hannity it means that the leases that Jen Psaki keeps saying, go ask the oil companies about, uh, we don't even know if they're going to capable of producing anything because the leases are given before the exploration happens. And not every acreage as they go on from the American Petroleum Institute, not every acreage leased land has resources to tap into, despite substantial investments by developers. In other words, a little bit of a crapshoot. That's why it's a you know, boom and bust industry, the energy industry. And with production still below pre-pandemic levels and an imbalance between supply and demand exacerbated by the Russian invasion into Ukraine now, it's time for the administration to support domestic production and send a message that America is open for energy investment. So it's, you know, this lie that they're telling and clinging to as a rationale to please and cater to and appease the the climate change alarmist cult base that represents the new Green Deal Democratic Radical Socialist Party, you know, it's it's not a valid excuse. You know, start building the keystone, you know, get rid of this pause on new oil and gas leases on federal lands, get rid of these environmental restrictions and rules on emissions that Joe has put in place. Get out of the Paris Climate Agreement. It's costing us a fortune. And if you really want to extract the most energy at the fastest pace, we know where the energy is in Alaska, in Anwar. It's a vast wilderness. I know because we sent a plane to fly over it one time for television to, to show people what's there. Then Biden goes on and says, we are a net exporter of energy. That is just a bold-faced lie. Let me read this headline. Oh, the U.S. will be a net importer of oil in 2022 after two years of finally being a net exporter. Whoopsie daisy. Um, And they quoted from Zero Hedge that the total crude and petroleum products trade marked a historic shift in 2020 when the U.S. became a net exporter of petroleum. And on a monthly basis, it was September 2019 when the U.S. exported more crude oil and petroleum products than it imported. The first month in which America was a net petroleum exporter since monthly records began in 1973. Actually, it was the first time in 75 years, it turns out. We forecast the United States will continue to import more crude oil than it exports in 2022, uh, reaching an estimated annual 3.9, blah, 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 blah. And however, we expect net exports to fall and we expect the U.S. to import less crude. And that means that we will be a net importer of energy. So he's lying and he's playing word games, you know, just like on the well, you have 9000 leases already that those leases are issued prior to exploration. So they need more areas and we ought to go to the richest areas. That would be Alaska and Anwar. If you want the richest area for natural gas, that would be West Virginia, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. If you know, you don't have to beg Texas, Oklahoma, Alaska, Ohio, Pennsylvania, uh, West Virginia. You don't have to beg those countries. 
Now, the most insane part of all of this is we now learned that there was an oil begging mission, as I call it, down in Venezuela. So we're now going to America's thugs, dictators, and in some case, Putin's satellite and, and, and allied countries for them to increase production. Now, now, I still can't make sense out of the fact that we're begging OPEC to increase their production of oil. We imported 600 and some odd million barrels of oil from them last year. We're asking the Saudis to increase. They don't particularly like us either. A lot of these OPEC nations don't like us. Now, as part of this idiotic Iranian deal, we're going to free up some some tens of billions of dollars in frozen assets based on the sanctions we put on Iran. And then we're going to make as part of the deal that we're going to import oil from the mullahs of Iran that are desperately seeking nuclear weapons and we're going to have the weakest Iranian nuclear deal ever. There won't be any place, any time inspections. The last deal didn't even allow for one American inspector. So we'll do business with Iran, with Venezuela. We'll beg OPEC. And meanwhile, we have all this energy available to us, all these natural resources in America that we're not going to touch. And tell me, tell me how any of that makes sense, because it doesn't make sense to me. You know, he's out there, you know, talking about, Oh, the, the, the ruble is down 50%. Okay, great. The ruble is down 50%. Putin is making billions of dollars every day with the price of oil this high. And, he, and all of our allies are dependent. Now he's even threatening to shut off the spigot. That's a phrase I've used for many, many years. That the, the insanity of our allies, and this is, goes to what Donald Trump had said. That we're, in fact, we're paying the bulk of monies to protect our allies in NATO from an attack against Russia on, on our NATO allies in Europe. And meanwhile, they're making Russia and Putin rich again, rich so he can fund wars like the one he's he's waging and against a sovereign country in Ukraine. You know, then Biden lied when he said we cut Russia's largest banks from the international financial system. No, you didn't, Joe. You're lying because you put loopholes in that anything dealing with energy, oil, gas, that they could still use the banking system because he wouldn't be sending the energy to Europe or the U.S. up till today without getting paid. And the only way you're going to pay is keeping the, that financial system and, and creating a loophole that you never told the world about. You know, we're taking steps to ensure reliable supply of global energy, and, and we're going to Work, use every tool in our, at our disposal, protect American families and businesses. We understand that Putin's war against the people of Ukraine is causing prices to rise. Well, we now have, we are now paying more as of today for gasoline than we've ever paid as a country ever before. Thanks to Joe Biden, thanks to the new Green Deal uh, cult of, of climate change alarmism. That, and Joe's policies. And then he goes on to say, you know, there's no excuse for the exec, excessive price increases or padding profits. And it's no time for profiting or price gouging. What do you mean? No, what would you want him to do it for free, Joe? It's based on how much it costs. That's based the market supply and demand crisscross. And that will dictate the price. And you artificially reduce the world supply as demand has remained the same. I mean, it's unbelievable that this this guy is our president and he's this dumb. So the answer is to Joe is, all right, we're going to stop importing oil from Russia. We'll talk to Iran. 
We'll beg OPEC, we'll beg the Saudis, and we'll beg the Venezuelans. Now, how stupid is that in terms of compromising our national security? You know, the benefit of being energy independent, you have many benefits. On the national security front, you don't have to give a rip about what happens in the Middle East, except I would argue support our friends in Israel. You don't have to worry about the Straits of Hormuz and what Iran may pull there. You don't have to make... Iran rich again, OPEC nations rich again, the Saudis rich again. You certainly don't need to prop up this thug-murdering dictator in Venezuela and make him rich again and have Europe making Putin rich again. These policies, this is, this is madness. This is insanity. And we're at a point where facts don't matter. Truth doesn't seem to matter to a lot of people on the left, and it's driving me absolutely batty. Anyway, so... When the White House was pressed on these deals with Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, and Iran, Jen Psaki said, yes, uh, we, I can confirm that discussions of oil were also part of the negotiations of the nuclear talks, and we're getting closer to a deal. I don't want to get closer to a deal with Iran, because you're going to lay out a pathway for them to get nuclear weapons, and you couple nuclear weapons with their radical ideology and their promise to wipe Israel and the U.S. off the map, I think you should take them at their word that they mean it. Wall Street Journal had a good piece out today about Jen Psaki acknowledging that the administration sent emissaries to Caracas discussing energy security, and the administration is going to ease sanctions on Venezuelan oil uh, to replace lo- the lost Russian supply. So we're going from one crazy, maniacal, megalomaniac dictator to the next crazy, megalomaniac uh, dictator. How stupid is is all of this? And OPEC, they don't seem too interested in Joe's pleas and begging and and, and crawling to, to increase their production. Nor do the Saudis seem to care much. This is awful for our national security. It's awful for, for the American economy. Where do you think the high cost of inflation is coming from? Why does everything cost more? In every store we go to, why does it cost more to fill up your gas tank and heat your home this winter? Because prices have gone up before this invasion of Ukraine. And it's only going to get worse. It's in, this, this is insanity. And you want to you want to take it to another level. We're not even negotiating with Iran. The, the Russians are being the intermediary in the, those discussions. You can't make this up in a spy novel. It's it's utter stupidity and this this mysterious, insane reluctance and resistance to be energy independent. That's not even in that's not part of their discussion at all. It's insane. If covid isn't bad enough, by the way, now we have to be on the lookout for fake, unregulated, these called pop up covid testing sites, because now identity thieves are using those to harvest personal information without any intent of providing any test result and the bottom line is you never want to get pay or give out your social security number uh to receive a covid test anyway this is about identity theft and lifelock sees the threats that we all miss on our own and they'll even scour the dark web on your behalf to see if any of your personal information is compromised if it is you get an alert if your identity stolen you get a dedicated restoration specialist to fix it for you Anyway, LifeLock by Norton, low annual rate, and you'll save an additional 25% off your first year when you call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com, but you've got to use the promo code Hannity. 
That's 1-800-LIFELOCK, lifelock.com, promo code Hannity, and you'll protect your good name and reputation, your finances, your credit score. LifeLock.com, promo code Hannity. Come on, man. It's taken me 47 years to perfect doing nothing. I had to become president to show you I could do that better than anybody. Joe Biden, the most dangerous man in America. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Average price for a gallon of gas now hit a record high as of yesterday. We hadn't had that before. And um, how are people going to afford this? According to uh, your Denny research, increased oil costs suggest the average American household will pay almost $2,000 more for gasoline this year over last year. Can you believe that? You know, but... um, you know, why drill here in the U.S.? Then we get the, the lies, et cetera, et cetera. But Pete Buttigieg has a solution. Everybody needs to just go out and buy an electric car. By the way, most people, that's over 50 grand. That was what was so amazing about Elon Musk's comment. He said it against his own best interest, but he didn't care. Extraordinary times require extraordinary measures, and we need to dramatically ramp up uh, gas and oil production in the U.S., And don't forget, Iran is fueling Russia's war machine. If you remove sanctions on Tehran, it'll be a massive victory for them. They're the number one state sponsor of terror. Uh, Senator Menendez even said, you know, he couldn't believe that officials of, of our government are talking to Venezuela and murdering thug dictator Maduro. He says it risks perpetrating a humanitarian crisis that has destabilized Latin America and the Caribbean for an entire generation. He's a cancer to our hemisphere and should not, we should not breathe new life into his reign of torture and murder. He's right. But, you know, I guess, you know, what we have now, Biden whitewashing Maduro's crimes against humanity. Marco Rubio, by the way, said Iranian oil is fueling Russia's war machine. We can't lift sanctions against the mullahs in Iran. That's simple common sense. Why don't we follow it? 